It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And we are now joined by the coach of the uh, Big 12 champion, Baylor women. And uh, Nikki Collin makes her weekly appearance. And Nikki, first of all, congratulations. And just know that there was a crowded room of bears in Austin saying goodbye to the Irwin Center at a local beer garden that um, that was very, very excited. And um, I might uh, add that the president of Baylor, <laughs> it's sort of funny to say that she was at a beer garden. I, 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 w- I should add she was not partaking. I, I, she or the first gent did not seem to be uh, imbibing. Others were. Uh, but um, that, that there was a lot of excitement in the room. But congratulations to you! What a uh, what a great moment for uh, for you personally and, and for the program as a whole. Well, first of all, it just sounds amazing to to start that with Big Twelve champion. Um, yeah, that just has a really nice ring to it. Um, thank you. I um, um, you know this was this this is this was a team win. You know this was. Um, a staff win. And I I know coaches always say it. And the reality is we should, um, because it's true. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's your people. It's, um, it's your staff. It's, um, you know, it's the logistics, it's the scouting, it's the, the preparation, it's all of it, you know, kind of comes together. And so, um, you know, it was, it was truly a team team win. I think that, you know, over the course of this last couple of months, you know, while we certainly felt the people that doubted us and felt the people that supported us regardless, um, you know, I think it was, it was about, you know, this group of 30 people, you know, from, from players, the coaches, the support staff that, you know, just still believed, you know, and, uh, you know, never stopped pursuing um, this as our goal. And so, you know, we, we, we weren't afraid to talk about it, but we, we really um, embraced, you know, winning one at a time and, and going one and oh, and, and putting ourselves in position where we could do what we did last night. And so certainly um, we're committed to making sure that, uh, you know, we win, win one more in the regular season because, um, you know, we, we don't, we, we, we've controlled our destiny now for the last couple of weeks and we want to continue to control it and, and be greedy and not share. <laughs> that's right. That that's not what they teach in Sunday school. But I, I think in this context, I uh, I, I like you, I like where you're coming from. Um, it, it what was that on TV? It looked pretty impressive, and um, and then in the environment there, there were rumors throughout the day that they were going to have a sellout in Ames, and I guess that puts it what around ten or eleven thousand or something like that. Um, what was the what was the atmosphere like in the building? And do you sort of sense that, especially I'm thinking of Nelissa, that she almost loves that, that ability to silence a, a large crowd like that? Almost, she's, she's pretty much great every night. But there seems to be yeah. a little something added when there's a big crowd like that. I think that, you know, honestly, like, um, you know, I was talking to Billy Fenley, um, their assistant coach before the game. And I'd ask him like, what do, what do you anticipate? And, you know, I first asked like what's Hilton Coliseum hold. And I think it's like 14, five, he said, and, 
Um, he said, you know, I think if we'd have had more time, if we hadn't played Saturday and we could have marketed harder and it wasn't a Monday night. Um, Cause I, you know, he's like, Iowa like had a sellout, you know, Carver Hawkeye on Sunday for their, um, for their game against Michigan. But I think they had over 10. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, they stayed, you know, when, when we got up big, it wasn't like you saw them filtering out. Cause honestly on the road, there's nothing better than seeing a crowd leave early. <laughs> um, and you know, when it comes to Melissa, I don't think there's any question um, that she was prepared to rise to the occasion, that it wasn't just a chance to win a Big 12 championship, but it was a chance to prove, I think, obviously sitting there in a tie for first place with them, um, you know, her and, and Ashley Jones being, you know, the key cogs for the respective teams. I think it was a personal battle, you know, and, and it's it's not just like, hey, she's the best player on their team, List is the best player on our team. It's they play the same position as well. So this opportunity to kind of go head to head um, with your competition, you know, it, there was, um, it wasn't any big mystery that the first play of the game, you know, we were throwing it to list, <laughs> you know, it was like, this is your chance to start the right way. And, and I don't always do that. You know, like I've, I've sometimes gone to a matchup I like, or felt like, okay, you know, I want to get clean going. So I'm going to run a cur- first couple plays for her, um, which is what we did against Kansas. But this was like, okay, I know I know where our bread is buttered and we need to get list going early. And so um, she carried us in the first half. I will tell you, as big as the crowd was, the cr- crowd had little impact on the game outside of maybe end of the first, early mm-hmm. second mm-hmm. quarter. Um, I thought, you know, the crowd got behind them and, and there was some energy in the building. But the fact that I never had to call a timeout, believe me, I love saving my timeouts. I am that person. <laughs> you know, I want them all in. I want them all in my bag at the end um, to use. And but I I know in games like this and environments like this that you know to keep your team poised to not let the crowd impact the game. That I was maybe going to have to use one if they went on an eight zero run or did you know? And and I never had to do that. You know, so. I mean, the crowd was basically a non-factor in the second half. Like, you know, we went on that 4-0 run to start it. He had to call a timeout. And, you know, we just – they just – they tried. I mean, they yelled at the officials a lot. But as far as, like, impacting the game or the energy, um, you know, we just we, – we kept them out. We kept them out of the game. Yeah, I I agree. Talking to Nikki Collin on her weekly, uh, her weekly appearance in the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas – I, you, you brought up Queen, and I, I thought a good sign last night. I was watching some of the highlights even late last night, and um, much like uh, coaches, I, I seem to have a hard time, especially after, like, big wins and stuff. And I'm sort of amped up, and I was, like, 3 in the morning, so I'm watching uh, highlights of y'all's, like, on social media. and and I Because I first looked, I want to see however many – minutes people played and then I of course it caught my eye that Queen Egbo only played 15 minutes and I quickly looked to see that she had foul trouble but like late in that game I was what they had a shot of her on the sideline and she was doing something like really entertaining and funny and she was like excited and I, to me that's a great sign because there was a point this season you didn't exactly know what you were going to get from her but like even on a night when she didn't get to stay out there as much as you would like, 
um, I, I, I found it kind of interesting that she, she was like way involved in the game over there to the point, I think, I don't know. I, I feel, I feel like maybe your social media made like an Oprah reference. You know, you get a three, you get a three, you get a three based on some sign queen was making. Are you, you can't notice yeah. that stuff during the game, but are you kind of sensing that? No, it's, it's really, it's really interesting. Like I, um, I am pretty oblivious um, to most things during a game, you know, I, I had spent, ironically, I was telling my staff, like, you know, not that they were surprised, but after lunch, I just, I was so dialed into, okay, I, I, I got to know right now, you know, two point game under 10, what am I going to two point game, 20 seconds to go? What are we going to two point game? Um, three seconds to go. What are we going to need a three? Like, I, I mean, I had, you know, kind of diagrammed all those things and had, you know, kind of played it out in my head and visualized all that stuff. And, and so, you know, I mean, because that's what I felt like that was game was going to come down to, it was going to come down to, you know, a time and score situation. And so um, it didn't, (laughs) it very much didn't. Um, And so, you know, those, those will stay in my head till I, till we need them. Um, But um, you know, like I, I don't see that during the game. I, I really don't. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm going to see when a player isn't engaged, we're going to a timeout and they're, they're not, they're not dialed in. They're not paying attention, but, you know, I think, um, you know, it was, it was Jordan. It was Liss's first half. It was, it was Jordan's second half, or at least the stretch there. Um, Liss was good all the way through. I mean, she was pretty unstoppable, but, you know, the way Jordan got it going from three and went five for five in the second half, like Jordan needs to play Iowa State every night. Um, you know, but, you know, it, I think you couldn't help but be happy for for her. And, you know, knowing this was this is why, you know, we said it, you can they can kind of joke about it. But this is why Jordan came here. This is why Jamie came here. This is why I came here. You know, like it's it's you know, those it, it may be old hat for for Liz and Queen and Caitlin to win a Big 12 championship but for the rest of us it was a fairly new experience you know even if it was their second like Jaden and, and Sarah but but their role was totally different and so I think this one hit a little differently and I think you know knowing you know that where, where we came from and how we got there um, you know and and kind of the adversity and and things that we faced that you know they this was a team that usually with three or four games to go has already sealed their fate, you know? So to be playing for it as much as um, those guys have won big 12 championships, I don't know. They've been in a regular season game at the end of the season that had these kind of implications, mm-hmm. you know, where, it, you know, it wasn't South Carolina, you know, clinched the, the SEC championship with, you know, two games to play or three games to play. And um, so, you know, I, I just think that, you know, it really was a, a, a team about team, a team about opportunity and, and cheering on one another. And, you know, Queen did ask me, can I, can I get some minutes? But I'll, I'll tell you, like, Queen was in foul trouble. She didn't play poorly, but she was in foul trouble. And Caitlin played the best game of the season, her best game of the wow. season last night. I mean, and, and that mattered, you know, like, um, you know, she really – she really played well. She made shots. She made good decisions. She defended well. She, you know, I mean, and so to to have her come off the bench and play as well as she did and have five players play, you know, scoring double figures and 
um, to score that many points against them. And really from a defensive perspective to hold, um, you know, a team that that's one of the best offensive teams in the country, you know, it's two games, it's two times this season. We've, we've made more threes than they have in a game and kind of beat them at their game. I mean, even though we're, we're playing ours, you know, we're not playing theirs, but we're playing ours. Yeah, and uh, talking to Nikki Collin, her weekly appearance of the Matt Mosley show, I, I thought that was interesting that you all, I mean, the, the two games against Iowa State, you almost had this exact same score, 87-62, 87-61. How strange is that, um, especially against yeah. a team that's obviously been the, the other. You all been kind of on a crash course to, to play each other the whole. So to, to do that at their gym, in fact, I – I, as I left to go over to the uh, Irwin Center last night, it was like you said, it was 23-22, and the crowd was into it, and there was some excitement. And by the time I was in my seat, you all had distanced, and um, it really seems to be the sign of what your team does. i, I got to ask you this. I, I, um, if I know Kim Mulkey, she said to you at some point, if you all crossed paths, she probably said, I, I left you a top-five program, because that just sounds like something Kim would, would say. Um, did when did when did uh, Nikki like this season? I'm wondering if it was up at Kansas after that huge win. W- when did this f- truly feel like your team? Because obviously you inherited pretty much all of these players. Was there a point this season where you fell, or and I, I could ask your players the same thing? Maybe they would have a different answer than you. But was there a moment that you said, "Okay, this is this is Nikki Collins' team now." Oh, I don't, I don't know that I, I view things that way. I think that, um, you know, my, my, my ops person last night said, I'll never forget the meeting that we had in the locker room after we lost, um, at Oklahoma and, Mm -hmm. you know, we'd lost two, we were 0 and 2 and, and I, I looked at every kid in the room and pointed at each kid and said, are you going to quit? Are you going to quit? You know, I made them answer like, you know, are, are we, are we going to move forward? You know, are, are we, and uh, you know, they, they all either said yes or nodded, you know, depending on personality and, you know, but he said, you know, how, how kind of raw that was in the moment. And, um, you know, because my point was, we're not going to quit. The staff isn't going to quit. You know, we're going to keep getting better. We're still going to believe you know, we, we, we believe everything is still on the table for us. Um, and I think I said in that meeting, I think, I think three losses is going to win this league. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so I just could tell like from the strength of the league and what I had seen that we were, we were going to have some teams beat up on some teams, you know? And so, you know, from that point forward, you know, we lost one game by one point and, um, you know, statistically, when you when you look at us going into this last game, we were we were second in the league in scoring um, behind Oklahoma. So we were scoring more than Iowa State. Um, we were second in the league to, in defense, and we do it differently than Texas. Um, but our point differential was number one. Um, you know, we we've made some strides. You know, over the last two months and. I don't know that I can point to a moment. I certainly felt like after our first Iowa State game um, that there are moments that light bulbs go off for a team where they think, oh, okay, yeah, we can, we can be really, really good. 
uh, we can be good on both sides of the ball. And maybe it's Iowa State. Maybe it's this, you know, like like you can't put your finger on it where you say our team um, doesn't take Iowa State for granted. I mean, you as a coach, you know, you have to guard your team, those trap games that like where you, you got to sound like, hey, this team is better than their record. And and usually we're not lying as coaches because you've seen those teams with six wins, with eight wins, have great stretches of basketball. And you think if they did that for 40 minutes, they can beat us, you know? And, and because of that, you're not telling them something that isn't true, but, you know, you still like are, are forced to convince them. Um, and I don't think you have to convince our team that Iowa state is good or capable of beating us. And, you know, so it didn't matter that we beat them going away the first time. I think they knew it was on the line. I think they, um, you know, in the past, Iowa State has been a difficult matchup for them, regardless of whether they won the game. I think it's been a battle. And so I think you saw moments in, in those Iowa State games um, where you saw what we're capable of, you know, where you saw the ball movement, where you saw player movement, where you saw, I mean, for me, when I look at a, the opposing coach and they're shaking their head, you know, you're getting something right. You know, I mean, you just, when you know, there's no answer. Um, and I've been on the other side of that, you know, and maybe not this season because our losses have all been close losses. Mm-hmm. Um but I've been in those moments as a as an assistant coach in college, as a head coach in the pros, where you're just like, man, we're just getting sliced and diced, and we we just can't, you know, we we can't do anything right right now, or we can't get a stop, and you know, we can't get a clean look at the basket, and and I just, I think our team played with a lot of pride, and they they played with pride for the name on their jersey, on the front of their jersey. And I'll tell you, like I told them before the game, I said, look, you know, um, I think player for player, position by position, we are better than this team at every position. I said, but we can't just be better individually. We can't have it be just, it's me against her. It's us against them, just but just believe, like believe that you're better than the guy across from you because you are. And so I think that because of that, we we kind of played um, with that attitude all night long. Yeah, it was uh, – I, I like it. It's back to sort of bully ball and um, with a bunch of threes thrown in, by, I might add. <laughs> right. J, J. Lou is uh, uh, just uh, really – I mean, like you said – some certain teams, uh, maybe this Iowa State team. She seems to she seems to thrive. Okay, last thing: um, Texas Tech coming in on Sunday at two o'clock. That would be a uh, especially with the men of you know going to finish things out on Saturday. Uh, what an opportunity this would be for uh, and and of course uh, this crowd because of the uh, the way the NCAA tournament set up is going to get to see you guys. Uh, hopefully a couple more times, but uh, th- this is a tech team, been up and down, certainly capable. Uh, you all saw on the road, they're very scrappy. It's hard. It's hard to just you know put them away. What do you uh, what do you what do you expect for them uh, as you uh, as you kind of look ahead and 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 hopefully have a few days here to to get everybody's legs back under them. 
Yeah, I mean, I think with them, um, you know, certainly um, they haven't won a lot of basketball games in conference play, but they have won at Texas. They have won at Oklahoma, and they've beaten Kansas State. So, you know, their wins have impact. You know, they they played Iowa State really well at Iowa State last week um, until – Iowa State broke it open midway through the third. Um, Texas Tech had a one-point lead, and then bam. Um, And so, you know, Vivian Gray, uh, a decorated scorer, was a matchup nightmare for us the last time. Her being at the three, it's a game that I really went to Kate at the three, and we went big Mm -hmm. um, the whole fourth quarter because we felt like we had to match to them. And so often, you know, teams have to make a decision to match to us. And so – you know, I, I think they're they're well coached. Um, they run a lot of different things. You know, they they have a lot of moving parts. Um, you know, and so I, I just know that regardless, we're going to get um, you know a good game from them. There may still be seating implications for the Big Twelve tournament. You know, in that game, um, but if nothing else, you know, they're they'll they'll want to play spoiler um, like anybody does in an underdog role, and so. You know, huge day for us. Hopefully, Central Texas, Waco, the community, like, really wants to be here to both celebrate a Big 12 championship, you know, certainly one that that we don't want to share and and won't with a win, that they want to celebrate this senior group that 100% deserves the same sellout, you know, the men uh, had against Kansas um, this past Saturday night. I mean, this is this is the time to honor these guys, you know, because their families will all be here because, um, you know, they've meant so much to this program. And whether it's a year like Jordan or, or four like Liz, um, you know, like I, I just, I hope, I hope they come out because, you know, there's, there's a lot to celebrate um, as a team individually and, you know, and, and, and it matters. A big crowd will matter against Texas Tech because, um, you know, we talked about it before, but they're better than their record indicates and, and they're tough. You know, they play with a toughness. Um, they play with a West Texas toughness, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. so, um, you know, we're, we're, we're going to have to play good basketball, um, to beat them. And, and hopefully the emotion senior day can sometimes be ultra emotional. Um, and so, you know, you, you kind of have to guard against that a little bit. All right. Well, that that'll be excited. Maybe we could tie something into like Sunday post church lunch, because generally folks are getting to lunch if their pastor will get them out on time by about twelve fifteen or twelve thirty. And so, if we can get them there early and have some sort of post church lunch option or something, I, I'm I'm I, you know I'm putting my marketing brain to work here, but I think we can tap into something. We we don't always. Uh, We've had to kind of get used to uh, the women playing on the Sabbath around here, and now we've embraced yeah. that. So, uh, we, but we can't have people lingering at wherever they go to lunch after church. So, we'll uh, Nikki, right, you, you right. and I can compare you know, notes, yeah, and see what we come up yeah, with. Yeah, just come have come have some come have your dessert, you know, um, and call it Baylor women's basketball. Yeah, I think uh, I think that'll be good. That'll be good. Although I, my dessert generally included on a Sunday. Uh, chocolate pie with moraine that would have been nails in Kaufman, Texas. So anyway, uh, <laughs> too much information there. Uh, Nikki, I, I appreciate it. Celebrate this one. And then uh, Sunday, let's let's uh, finish this thing off in style. That sounds good to me.
All right, uh, there she goes, Nikki Collin, with her weekly appearance on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Next, we have uh, uh, some breaking news that happened yesterday on the show. A coach uh, that got a lot of attention, especially around here, has already resigned. That is next. 